Did you see the news of who's in the newest Marvel movie? Um, Matt Smith. No, he's already in one. Christian, no, Christian Bale's shoot, crap. Ooh, wow, that was close. Almost swore twice there. Um, no, I have no idea. Oh, wait, gonna... is it Harrison? Is it Harrison Forrest Thunderbolt Ross? It's officially announced. Uh, Marvel hasn't officially announced it, but there's been a lot more, like, oh. reputable, reputable news, or, like, very reputable news sources that are confirming it. I, they covered it on Campia's show, and I was yeah. like, mm, maybe. I, I, I'll tell you what. I believe it. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, like, all but confirmed right now that Harrison Ford is playing Thunderbolt Ross. I will watch Harrison Ford do anything. He, the poor dude's only going to get questions for the rest of his life now of which franchise is better, and he just will not care. He's like, oh, I don't care. Why don't you get a life and go outside and touch some grass, kid? I, I'm surprised that they... I Harrison Ford is not young by any means. No, he's 80. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's. It's like, listen, rest in peace, William Hurt. He's a great actor. He's like... Whenever someone says Thunderbolt Ross, that is the first image that comes into my head is him. Why would you cast a guy who's 80 years old? Yeah, that was my thought process there. I was like, um, I mean, I thought Indiana Jones was going to be like the last like heavy hitting movie that Harrison Ford was going to like do. And then he was just like, I mean, Harrison Ford clearly must have got paid like piles of cash to do this. He is built. He's literally building his next airplane. He's gonna crash into a runway, out of money. I I don't know because I would imagine that um, they're gonna use Red Hulk at some point. Well, they can't have the th- okay. Like I knew when they announced the Thunderbolts movie, I'm like, you cannot have a Thunderbolts movie without Thunderbolt Ross. Exactly. I'm like, okay, like, I mean, it's like the same thing with Chadwick Boseman. Like they didn't recast. Um, T'Challa, I'm like, that's fine. I'm, I'm not the creator. Do whatever you want with it. Black Panther's but a Thunder- mantle. You can pass it down to anyone. Exactly. But I'm like, Thunderbolt Ross isn't really like... It's it's not like such a... It, like, William Hurt wasn't tied to the role. Like, mm-hmm. outside. Like, if you see William Hurt, he's in a lot of other movies. But, like, when you see Chadwick Boseman, people are like, Wakanda forever. Like, he is the Black Panther. Yeah. Harrison Ford is known for a lot of roles. I mean, more iconic Han Solo, followed by Indy. No, Air Force One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- those are some other movies that he is known for, so. Is he in The Fugitive? Yeah. Oh, my. I remember Dad and I watched that movie. It's, I was like, man, this is not as good as you thought it was. He's like, this isn't. Let me see if there's. I think there is like more companies that are picking up on it though. Um, I had heard IGN is like picking up on it. Um, there's there was something else that I saw too, but he's supposed to show up though in Captain America four. Let's go. So, but I still like well. So I guess I wouldn't plan on talking about this, but they delayed a, a bunch of Marvel, Marvel movies. Films. Because... Uh, which I'm not surprised. Well, geez, Blade is like... I, I'm telling you right now. So Blade gets postponed indefinitely because their director walks. Apparently, they can't get a script together. Which I'm telling you right now, 
do not be surprised if Mahershal Ali walks. Like this dude is like, I'm a, I'm an Academy Award winning actor, and I'm waiting for you guys to get your crap together for this Blade movie. I would not be surprised if he walks. I wouldn't be surprised Michael Giacchino if they tried to get him to do that. I don't see. I don't. But here's the deal. I don't even know if Giacchino would do it. I think it's tough to say you don't know if someone would do something because I know him. I call I just got off with Mikey G. I was like, Hey Mikey G, what do you think? He's like, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure you know. <laughs> you I don't know. Maybe? I maybe well I didn't think Harrison Ford would play Thunderbolt Ross and here we are. <laughs> I think this is perfect casting. Honestly, like I'm I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm pretty, sure they went, I'm, I'm pretty sure they went up in age. Like, I think William Hurt was fairly younger. Well, yeah, he was, but whatever. It's Harrison Ford, dude. <laughs> I It's just going to feel so... I don't know. When I saw William Hurt playing Thunderbolt Ross, I like I saw Thunderbolt Ross. I saw the character. When I see Harrison Ford, I'm going to be like, oh, it's Harrison Ford. Oh, it's, it's Han Solo. I'm going to move my mic. Or my mic. Good God. My camera. But... Yeah, I don't know. I, but so they did they delayed yeah, Blade. They delayed um let's just pull up all the delays. Yeah. Because I was not planning on talking about this, but this came very relevant. Yeah, no, it's because so they pushed back I think it was like Fantastic Four, both Avengers movies, Deadpool three, and it's in like twenty twenty six now, and I'm like, Oh my god, that is so far think about four years from now. So, Deadpool 3... Okay, so actually... So, Blade has moved from November 3rd, 2023 to November to September 6th, 2024. Deadpool 3 has moved from September 6th, 2024 to November 8th, 2024. Fantastic Four has moved from November 8th, 2024 to February 14th, 2025. The first Avengers movie, um, or an untitled Marvel movie, has moved from February 14th to... February 14th, 2025 to November 7th. 2025, which I think is going to be the next Shang-Chi movie, probably, if anything. Um, And then they pushed... They didn't push the Kang Dynasty back, but they pushed Secret Wars back from November 7th, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. And then another movie that was supposed to come out on May 1st, 2026 has been uh, pushed back indefinitely. I want to know what those untitled projects are. Yeah, it's only two that are untitled. I'm thinking that the first one that's coming out on November 7th is the one that's taking over um, The Secret Wars. I think it's probably going to be Shang-Chi 2, if anything. I don't know anything about I mean, I watched the first Shang-Chi, and it was, it was good. as a B-tier Marvel movie, but, like, I don't know I mean, about Shang-Chi. I'm just trying to think of, like, the the post credit scene and then just like the timeline to make a movie like we're getting like it's three years now so like if they started i wouldn't be surprised if they had a script already in place take them probably eight to ten months to shoot and then they'll use the rest of that time for post-production like they'll get uh, a script done on the next how long is a normal shoot how long i want to say i want to say a movie takes between like eight to twelve months i don't know that sounds like a really long shoot how long does it usually take to shoot an MCU movie? Um. Okay. Well, 
I don't need to know the total run time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right around 9 to 12 months, you're right. Yeah, because I was going to say they filmed Infinity, Infinity War and Endgame for, like, I think it was, like, like 15, 16 months. Well, well yeah, because they did both of them back-to-back. But those were also, like, probably two of, like, the highest VFX films of all time. Yeah, I mean, take any shot in an MCU property, and they're probably CG using some VFX for a water bottle on a table. And they use it in John Wick, so for their dog pooping. Really? Yeah, for in the first one, right. John's dog was pooping. You could have just got the dog to poop. Your boy. But eat this laxative. Yeah, I, I don't know. They they definitely. I'm not surprised that they pushed a bunch of stuff back, especially the Avengers movies. Like that, the fact that they are coming out within six months of one another. I hope and pray for the VFX team that's hired to do it. Yeah, I don't, I, I could never do that, man. Because I'm I'm shifting more of like, oh, well, if they had more time to write the script, they should have this stuff ironed out. Like, honestly, by now at this point, I feel like they should like know what their end goal is with it and like make their character stories on the way they get there but because i feel bad for the visual effects team after all those uh articles were coming out this last year i feel like that's nothing new though v of x a v of x team being overworked yeah but i mean with the amount of uh content and how much marvel owns hollywood like marvel has like the biggest foothold in hollywood it's weird because like it's we're like kind of just a part of yeah like we're literally witnessing history like there's never been a franchise at all that's been this big i mean you could say directors have this kind of pull but i mean still anybody's willing to work even kim kardashian's trying to work with marvel is she really yeah she's came out like a couple weeks ago saying that like she would be open to working as like a marvel character playing a marvel character who asked for that? Like, who would ever be like, yeah, let's cast Kim Kardashian as Storm or something? Who knows, dude? Who knows? I just, I, I just said Storm because, like, I, I can't think of any big female Marvel characters that have been uncast yet. And I only thought Storm because, God, I want the X-Men. Yeah, she's already been in a movie and her acting wasn't that great. So, I mean. Oh, my God. Jesus, <laughs> taking uh, your time to process that one. I'm like, what are you talking? Whatever. Anyways, um, speaking of the effects that are great, though, into what this episode is actually going to be about. So, uh, best Star Wars TV yeah, so show. Andor's, no, so yeah, Andor is kind of boring right now. There's nothing happening. <sighs> Whoever is saying Andor is boring. The door is over there. <laughs> yeah, go watch Andor right now. Yeah, go watch It's the watch best Star Andor. Wars TV show, live action. You shouting that at? I, well, you and I were talking about this last night or two nights ago, whatever. You know it's good when Dad is calling us. Like, Dad called me. Like, I was in – I was training, and I got out, and I didn't get to – I didn't get the chance to watch the episode after work like I normally do before I go train. 
and I like, I was like, dad had called me at like eight 30. I'm like, what is he calling me about? I'm like, it's Wednesday. I'm like, and then you had texted me like, this episode is astounding. I'm like, I bet this episode is really, really good. Yeah. He called me when I was halfway through it and he was like, do you see Andor yet? And I was like, I'm 30 minutes into it. I'm like, the episode's picking up right now. They're starting to do, it was like literally right when Cassian pointed the gun at the guard. And he, dad was like, do you watch Andrew yet? I'm like, it's literally just picking up right now. Like, please, can you not call me right now? Yeah. I but, called him on the way. To, yeah. He, we talked to him as I was biking to work. No, I wasn't biking. I was driving. It was, so yeah, episode six, the eye. I, dude, I, yet again, am blown away. They've had now episode three, episode four, episode five episode six they've been on a four episode streak of just straight heaters yeah it is this is the like the most consistent live action live action streak that uh star wars has had oh yeah oh yeah it is like because like i love the mandalorian but like there are some episodes you're just like all right that just kind of came and went you have to think about it because, like, first three episodes of season one of Mando, great. Fourth episode is when he's in the village, goofy, eh. dorky, funny, but not great. Fifth episode, I don't even remember. Oh, it was the gunslinger. The gunslinger yeah. with that, with that guy who, yeah, just absolutely thinks he owns Disney but doesn't. Um, he tanked his career. Yeah, have fun finding work after that. Um, and then the next episode was with Bill Burr. That's the only way I'll remember that episode is the Bilber episode. That was a good was like, episode. Yeah, it was good, but it wasn't great. And then the last two were saw really good episodes. Then They're you go back. Heat. Yeah. Well, so then you go to season two of Mando. Um, first episode, phenomenal. Loved it. Second episode, that I was with the spiders. It was fun. It was I a see. good adventure. Yeah. Third episode with uh, Bo-Katan. Reader, really, really, really good. Fourth episode, you go back to Navarro. Eh, decent. Wasn't great. No, still, wait a minute. That one's awesome. I'm still waiting for the payout on that one. When they're getting chased by the Tie Fighter, it's good, but it's like I give it. I like it. It's, it's eight out of ten. It's eight out of ten. Mando. That's the dude standing in the back of the the shot, right? Isn't he? The, isn't like the the boom like dude in the or back? The, it's like jeans guy jeans or, man yeah, Jean yeah man. they had to digitally edit them out but um which that's good and then there's uh the ahsoka episode which Here. is great and then you have um boba fett finally pulling up which is Dude, that bad. episode was really good that was better than all of book of boba fett so you could make an argument that like the last four episodes of mando because then there's that episode Straight. where they with bill burr again that's the last time that Star Wars has been on a consistent streak for live-action TV. Because Book of Boba Fett then was not consistent. They did two-episode streak. Yeah, they did have a two-episode streak. I liked a couple, but yeah, it wasn't streaks. And then Obi-Wan... Uh, it wasn't bad. Obi-Wan just... What, like, I have no issue with someone's like, I loved Obi-Wan. I'm like, I'm so happy for you. I didn't yeah. really enjoy it. I was like, ah, it's okay... Missed opportunities. But so with this, loved the first episode. Second episode, I've been saying, eh, it was fine. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible either. Three, phenomenal. Four, 
couldn't get better. Five, better than the last Got better. One. And now episode six, the best it's ever been. Man, I just, like, the, the performances in this show are so good. It's insane. The writing, they, like, it assumes you're not an idiot. Like, whoever wrote, like, they don't think, like, they're assuming you're intelligent. You can piece things together. I, uh, oh God, I don't even know where to begin with some of this stuff. I want to talk about the visuals. That's where I want to begin. Because this is visually, like, the best Star Wars has ever been. I would say these visuals are better than The Last Jedi. And I think these are the best Star Wars visuals have ever been. These are the best that Star Wars has ever had cinematography, in my opinion. The shots in this episode alone are gorgeous. Yeah. I'm going to mark that down. The sequence of the eye, when, like, you see all of the asteroids coming over, the comets coming over the planet, you're just like, wow. I'm like, I want to be there. The part where, um... Like, it's before, like, it's kind of right when the heist is starting, when Vel and Cinta are underwater in those, which, I, like, you know that they're going to go underwater, because like, they keep showing this lake that, like, this yeah. dam is on, but them in those scuba suits, like, going under with, like, that uh, James Bond submarine thing that they're yeah. holding on to, with the meteors flying over them from, like, an underwater shot, it's beautiful, but... I look. I think, and I'll stand by it. The best shot was um, the Elkenzi Tie Fighter pilots getting in the ties, and like it's that, like it shows the Tie Fighter. It's them crawling in it. And you can see like the blue green sky with all yeah. the meteors, dude. And then the whole meteor shower itself, where like you show the Elkenzi people, or no, the, not the Elkenzi, the Donny people, looking at it, just like coming at them. It's just. The visuals have never been this good, and I have no issue saying that. Oh, yeah, no, it's... Oh. I don't know if it... Okay, I, I would have to rewatch, like, The Last Jedi, because I think The Last Jedi, for me, is the most... Vi- I don't know, it's Last Jedi or Rogue One. I don't know. And then I, I don't know if I want to count the original trilogy. I don't know. It, regardless, it is v- a, a spectacle to watch on screen. I just, like... The characters of the story are so interesting, and you're so good because, like, we called people were gonna die. We're like, like, we're like, oh, Skeen's toast, Nemec's toast, Gorn's probably toast. We didn't call the other guy being toast, but he was toast. Um, mm. but it, they did not die in the way that I thought they were gonna die. Well, so first, Tamarin, I mean, he's a ex stormtrooper. It's just everybody's an ex stormtrooper now. Yeah. But um, it's it's crazy how they add characterization for somebody within the first, like, five to ten minutes of this episode. And you can tell based solely on his, vi- like, his uh, facial expressions through his performance that you're like, oh, I can tell that you absolutely despise and hate the Empire because of what you've, like, been through working with them. Yeah. He is so, like... He just sells his face. Like, his, his visual expression when he's yeah. seeing Imperial officers, it's just... He's just like, you can, it's, I loved it. Yeah, he, I don't know. I, I, Lieutenant Gorn is the most, I just like, I really loved his character just because like, he's like playing this face of like, he was in love with an, or with a Donnie woman. She dies. 
And all of these people are oh, they these Donnie people, they stink. I am so glad that stupid dude, his commander J-hold. died. J hold, what J hold, whatever. He died. I was like, thank God. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Him, his line that he says to him where J-Hold looks at him, he's like, you're behind this. He's like, I should know that you were a part of this. You'll be hanged. You'll be hung for this. You'll be hanged for this. I don't remember which. Hanged, hung. He says the past tense of it to him. And um, his line back is, seven years serving under you. I deserve worse than that. It's like, wow. Yeah. That's some That's some heat. Dude, but it, this is what I was telling you was on the phone. I love the fact that there's a plan going into this and it's not like all the other star wars movies where it's like in rogue one when you compare this heist to rogue one they were riding purely based off of luck in rogue one and this you could tell like they planned for months to get this down to like the dot because if they didn't there's no way that this would have succeeded and i love the the attention to detail this episode was so good there was so much attention to like the little things that happened it was so satisfying yeah, it was <clears throat> just like them, like, we're off time. We're off time. You need to hurry up. Val, are we doing this? Val, are we doing this? Like, we need to call this now. And she's, like, freaking out. And she and her partner, lady, they're, like, Sinto. Oh, they're, looking, Sinto, they're like looking at each other. And she's, like, I'm, we're doing it. We're, we're going live. Then they walk. At, it's just. Uh, yeah, we were wrong about the Imperial Engineer, too, which I'm okay with. I said last yeah, I, week, I had no issue with the Imperial Engineer. We have to talk, touch on it, but um, yeah, I it's just fun to like theorize and guess if it's going to be someone. I'm perfectly fine that it was someone else. I don't care. It doesn't impact me in any way. Um, I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I love the... Uh, I loved the whole bit of, like them finally getting into the vault and you see all of the credits that like are like lined up there and you can tell like they're all in awe and Skeen just like turns around and screams at all of the other like imperial workers that are there like to get moving yeah there's so many just like little this episode this entire series has been carried by strong writing great visuals amazing performances great all around like everything about this it's just like a perfect this is one of the perfect Star Wars shows. You have perfect writing, you have perfect visuals, you have perfect like performances. Because I yeah. buy everybody's performance, and yeah. the the perform the best performance this episode was Nemec. Well, I mean it it was. I you got to give Diego Luna his props too, though. He's taking the whole series, though. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm giving Nemec this episode simply because. I mean, the again, the last 15 minutes of the episode, 20 minutes, where they're trying to get the ship off the rail with all the credits on, my mouth was wide open. I This was such a tense episode, and I loved that I was just so, like, invested in this, even though I know, like, what's going to happen in the end. I loved the fact that I was just sitting there, and I was like, I'm glued to the screen. Yeah. Well, it just, like, killed me, because, like, so when they kill off Nemec, it like it has an emotional weight to it, because like Cassian's fighting with like one of these Imperial guys in the cockpit trying to get control of the ship before it takes off, and then Nemec shoots the guy and he's like he like, gives him a nod and it's like oh he saved his life, and then after like they take off they're like launching 
through a crazy sequence of events, flying through all of the comets. Nemec is as it's going up. You when you see like the credits crush him, and he's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, he is paralyzed right now. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I th- I was like, oh, he's paralyzed. I didn't think that I'm like, oh, all of his internal organs just got crushed as well on top of that. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's probably just paralyzed. I'm like, oh no, he's probably like is soup inside right now. Yeah, because they do a point of like showing like how heavy those credits are, and like they do like the little visual stuff where like the credits tip over, and you see like the weight of that to try yeah. and give you that like the audience that type of like connotation of it. So when it actually happens, and you see it roll back and just like a car getting sandwiched it was and then they have to med stim him and he's hopped out of his mind on drugs right now screaming like using like their little like nav computer to get through the eye your polaroid camera it it looks like a polaroid camera but then just like them like navigating through the asteroids with the tie fighters chasing them i I don't have enough positive things to say about this episode. No, and, like, it gets even crazier. They get off the mm-hmm. planet, and, like, well, it's, like, oh, I love the sequence. I kind of almost started crying, and they're, like, like, he's dying. And Skeen's, like, we would not be here without this kid. And she wants to leave him. She's, like, he's dying. And they're, like, we have planned for a doctor. And Cassie's, like, how do we get to this doctor? He's, like, he saved my life. Like, I got to save this kid. And then Skeen looks at him. He's like, "I li- like, like, let's you and me split this money. Get out of here." And it's like, "Yeah, go, you go." Well, yeah, him lying about his brother actually committing suicide and having those rocks in his uh, pockets or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't have a brother. Oh, dude. Oh, bro, you're toast. Yeah. And then like. But- you could tell Cassian's reaction immediately where he when he like says to him he's like so no rebellion for you you can just like tell like when he's Cassian's not like that I mean but he obviously does what he does like he just wants to get out of it he wants to get paid and he wants to leave yeah he's not like I'm not here to make and he's made so many enemies the way it is Mm -hmm. he's like this is like let me get out of here and then the quickest draw this side of Tatooine Cassie just pops him. I'm like, I was, I mean, I was kind of expecting that, but then like it happened so fast. You're like, oh crap. Yeah. I, um, I'm not surprised by that, but I mean, where he ends up then, I don't know where Cassian's getting tie back into the story because he gave the Kyber crystal back to Vel who, to give back to, uh, Luthen. So I, I don't know where Cassian is going to tie back in. You you talked about it last week about with uh, the ISB because the episode ends, which I think what the next arc is going to go into, is with the they stole eighty million credits. That's a lot of money. We're back in a new hope where it's like fifteen thousand credits to get you off to Alderaan. Yeah, uh, multiply that number by. I can't even do the math off the top of my head, but up to eighty million. That's just to start the rebellion too. That's a lot of money. And this is what I mean with I love the attention to detail that this series has had because originally in Star Wars it's like, oh, yeah. you have, like, the, it's the Galactic Empire. This is, like, the government that runs the galaxy right now. Well, obviously then the government's just going to print it, like, write off their own money and print off their own money and, like, support themselves because they just have the power to do that. The Rebel Alliance does not have that kind of freedom and liberty to do it. They have to steal 80 million credits to do that. 
So the fact that like you go through and you watch that and then it's like, now we get to buy X-Wings and we get to buy the blasters and the thermal detonators and all that stuff. It's just, yeah. I love the, the attention to detail that this goes into. A rebellion goes only as far as like the dollar will take them. Like yeah, mm-hmm. the idea is great, but like they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta start buying some of these things to actually rebel. Yeah, there's a difference between ideology and ideology, and then like executing that ideology. Yeah. So, um, I well, I think he's gonna tie back in because because Nemec dies on the operating table. Doctor Quad paws. He's just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I love that's actually his name on Wikipedia, and I was watching with the subtitles on, so it says Doctor Quad Paw grunts, and I was like. Nice. Give the guy with forearms quad paw. Okay. It's like, we're real creative here. Good That's job, a funny Tony. name. I like it. But, um, uh-huh. no, I the episode ends with, like, the ISB all meeting and uh, tell your, you're staying till midnight. You remember the line better yeah. than I do. But something that's like, tell your uh, families, tell your wife, your children, you're not coming home tonight. Get a presentation ready by midnight. Yeah. We gotta figure We're out not what's leaving what's this room, <laughs> yeah. and I am so excited to see what happens because I feel like these next three episodes have to be focused on the ISB because again, eighty million credits have just been stolen from the Empire, which is I feel like at this point in the Star Wars story has been the biggest heist that has ever, ever happened against the Empire. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean the Empire hasn't been around has not been around that long. Ah, uh, it's only been like about? ten years, dude. Ah, uh, I beg to differ. It's been 15. Oh, my God. Apples to oranges, Will. 15 years is, like, for the so- for a scheme of, like, a government? 15 years is nothing. I guess if you want to put it in, like, those kind of terms. But 15 years is a long time. Uh, I don't know. It depends on what scale you're using. Like, our lives? Yeah, that's kind of a long time. But, like, for a government? 15 years is nothing, man. But the government didn't change. They just rebranded. I guess it did change. All of the change was kind of happening during the Clone Wars. Like, all the setup to the change. And then Empire hit. And they're like, yo, you're right. Sorry. They don't, those, those don't exist anymore. Well, I'm glad you brought up rights because they're talking about the Gorin. Mon Mothma finally in the Senate. Um, I was going to say that. Yeah. So we finally see Mon Mothma in the Senate, which is completely empty there was like maybe four other people in there with her yeah because it's like there you go no i want to hear what you say because there's no reason for them to be there they have like 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 our voice doesn't matter yeah i was gonna say i feel like the senators just don't really have a voice anymore and palpatine's just seizing power and it's giving to the regional governors and like the what you see in a new hope where governor tarkin is like the regional governors will just oversee their districts now yeah but um, she's talking about the Gorn, which is a people. Um, and in Star Wars canon, there's the Gorn Massacre. And this is where we think that the series is going to end up towards. You and I both agreed on this when we talked earlier. But the Gorn Massacre is when it's like a peaceful people that are protesting on their planet. And in Star Wars Legends, when these people were protesting, <laughs> what happened was Grand Moff Tarkin landed his Lambda-class shuttle just on the people and killed yeah. them. Because they were protesting on the landing pad, like, we don't want him here, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, I don't care. And then he just landed on a bunch of people. He's like, yeah, we'll land on those people. But so, in canon then, 
and I think they talked about it in Rebels, the Gorn people, the, the Gorn massacre that it's referred to, happened when they were protesting, and it was either Imperial officers or stormtroopers opened fire on them. And they just killed a bunch of peaceful protesters. And Mon Mothma's fighting because it sounds like these Gor- this is before the Gorn Massacre, but it sounds like they're losing their rights and they're trying to fight for just their basic freedoms and equality. So I think that what's going to happen is that towards the end of the series, you're going to see like this basically slaughterhouse against these people who are just peacefully protesting from the Empire. They're going to kill all these people. That's going to be Mon Mothma's way to get out of the Senate and join the Rebellion because she can't... She's talking right now to Luthen where she's like, I can't leave the Senate. I have spies everywhere. I'm a target because of my support for the Republic. Or what used to be the Republic. Not anymore, man. Tell you what. Mm. No, yeah, I think we're going to see... I definitely think we're going to see the Gorn Massacre at some point. Um... Mon Mothma is like we didn't get, we didn't even get a whole lot of her. She's still like one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. in the show, just because she's so interesting. And her ratty husband's gonna sell her out to the Empire because he's a little loser. Yeah, he's a little. Yeah. Are we ever gonna get that dinner scene, or was that the dinner it scene? Passed. Yeah. It passed I was really by. hoping we were gonna get that. There'll be another one. I bet. I, yeah, I, I, gosh, I hope that there, I want more stuff on Coruscant with Mon Mothma. Like, I would love to just sit down and, like, watch, like, a dinner scene with her and, like, other senators in the Imperial, like, Senate. Dude, I would sit down and watch a scene of her and her family again. Yeah, that's true, too. I, I, I feel like I would love to watch a House of Cards Star Wars series, like, at, like, maybe not at this, I feel like this would be the best time period to do it because of, like, the changing rebellion but it would be so fun to just watch like the political workings of that you could literally just make one off palpatine you could you could even do it just like it doesn't even have to be someone who goes into the rebellion it could be imperial senators who like support palpatine and they're just trying to make their way up the ladder yeah they're just trying to claw they just want to they just want the will, will the emperor hear my plea will the emperor hear my oh what's is the, are you going to the emperor's dinner party or the the grand vizier is having a gala tonight are you attending that and da 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 mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's there's the senator from Alderaan. Man. Well, because it always ha- – you hear Director Krennic say it in Rogue One where he's like, and you'll speak to the Emperor about uh, the Death Star. They're only focused on climbing their way up so Palpatine sees what they've done. Yeah. That's their only focus. And I think the only, the only exception for an Imperial officer who doesn't care about Palpatine's approval is Tarkin. Because he already has Palpatine's approval. And I don't think he feels, yeah, he feels like he doesn't need to earn it because he's he just, obviously, he, he's had the same views that Palpatine has had during the Clone Wars. Yeah, he's in, he's already in the inner circle. He's just like, I am, I will work for this man. He is my emperor. Mm-hmm. It, well, and he, he has so much leverage over Vader for some reason. Yeah. But, no, I, this episode was phenomenal. I loved it so much. Um, I'm, I'm telling you what. I know how Cassian's gonna get back in. It's easy. He's got Nemec's manifesto. He's gonna read it. He's gonna be like, ah, oh, yeah, this kid saved my life. I gotta do it for this kid. And then he's gonna fall in love with the cause, man. I'm telling you, it writes itself. It writes itself. 
What do you Tony mean he falls Gilroy. in love with the cause? No, he doesn't. He yes, never falls in love with the cause. Uh, no. What are you talking about, Cal? He didn't fall in love with the cause until the third act of Rogue One. He says he's been doing terrible things on, the, on behalf of the Rebellion. He wouldn't be in the Rebellion if he didn't care about it. He's doing it probably because he gets paid. He'll do anything you once think he sees he, a paycheck. You think he's a mercenary all the way up through Rogue One? You think he's still getting paid up through Rogue One? I think he'll work for the Rebellion at this point, but he's definitely going to be getting paid stuff while he's doing it for them. I, don't, I think he'll be a loyal Rebellion man. Rebel. Loyal. <laughs> I think he'll be a loyal Rebel. <laughs> it's no. Day. I, I at some point he will be before the end of Andor. You will see him as a loyal rebel. I disagree. He'll then be the need... shadiest rebel of all of them. Okay, we need to do a gentleman's bet on this because I bet we will see him as a loyal rebel by the end of the series. Define a loyal rebel. Like he's not getting paid to be there anymore. He's well, part I don't of the know. Cause. He, I don't. I don't think he'll be getting paid to be there. But I don't think he's going to be there. Like, yeah, guys. Part... When I hear that, like loyal to the cause, I think of Jyn Erso. When I think of oh. like. They're just there to do it. I think of Cassian. He's there to do all the dirty work. Yeah, because he believes in the rebellion. I yeah, no, I believes in the rebellion seems like such a light word to toss around. I think he's gonna believe in the rebellion after reading Namek's manifesto, I'm just telling you. Yeah, no. Their di I don't remember I wish I wrote down dialogue from this episode. At the beginning of the episode where they're talking about one another, where I I've got to look this up right now because you're like it's insane how wrong you are about this. <laughs> I I can't believe that you actually think that it would happen this early in the story too. No, I'm not saying right now. I said by the end of the series, I'm like if this is set up for this. This is oh, you're, they're setting this up. God, I can't get into Disney Plus right now. Oh, I wonder if it's because we're recording. Do you think so? I wonder. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it holds up or something. Let's see. Let's see. Disney Plus. It's just a black screen for me. That's nah, not a black screen for me. Unfortunate. <sighs> well, if I was able to look to at the dialogue, about... I would tell you you're wrong. <sighs> I'm but, not wrong. We, yeah, we need to bet. We need to make a bet on this. If I'm not I... betting because I don't have the lines to counter your arguments. I'm just saying. Well, this so then you don't want to bet because you're not confident in your own argument. No, I am confident in my argument, but I can't do it against you because I don't have what I need. God, we're I don't betting. It's not like we're, we're, we're betting. It's not like we're presenting a closing argument to the jury. I'm not betting on this stuff. It's so dumb. All right, well, when you're wrong, I'll be here. God, you're just, I, Every gosh. Sunday and Wednesday when people see this i'll be with you every friday and sunday will <laughs> i'm so mad right now i just want to get into disney plus so i can see this stuff because i want to talk about it but it's not letting me um, um there's something else with this episode that i wanted to mention too oh i'm trying to think Oh, yeah. So there is... We've seen everything except for one bit from the trailer that I remember now. And that's... Um, we've seen all the footage. Which is... I love when we've seen all the footage from the trailer. And we've reached like the midway point of the series. And it's like there's still six episodes left to go now. Have we seen um, all of the footage? Except for one scene. And it's the clone troopers in the trailer. When they're like... It looks like they're holding their guns pointed at someone. We still have yet to see the clone troopers pull up in this... 
which has to be a flashback because at this point we're so deep into the Empire. But um, I, th as far as I know, and I remember from the trailers, I'd have to look it up again. But now you, somebody could probably pull out some trailer that released an international trailer because the international trailers have like two seconds of new footage. But Every from time. what I remember, yeah, I, I. Th I love the fact that we don't know what we're going into for the next next two story arcs, basically. I, I really, I like, I don't want to be like, oh, I need to have this. I really just want to see more ISB. I, and it's not that I haven't got enough of it. It's just like, I want, I love watching that operation. Uh, we could definitely do, we could deal with more of it, though. We definitely could. If, it, if the story warrants it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I trust, I trust Tony Gilroy, man. That guy, and who everybody on the scene. You said we were talking. You texted me. Yes. Time out. Actually, no. I'm sharing my screen. I've never done this. We still have to get to this too. With Cinta, because no, that... remember, Cinta was walking away. Oh. So we still have to see the Empire pull up to Aldani and be like. We still have to see the Empire pull up to Aldani and be like, yeah, what in that? Wait, it, wait, excuse my wait, language. wait, 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 no, 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 oh, wait. Oh, you know, no, no, we right. haven't seen this. No, no, no you're right. Because this is her, She when she's looking up at the sky. And we oh, still haven't yes. seen this stuff yet. So that's going to be next episode. Yeah. Because she walked away because she's the only one that like doesn't really get a resolution for the story arc. What was, so what was their plan with her? Like, ah, right, you're just gonna hang. Oh man, there's a fruit fly right in front of me. Um, I think she just left with the Donnie. They're just like, all right, well, peace out, homegirl. Good luck. I don't think I don't think the Donnie care. Yeah. But well, now I want to go through and see if there's other stuff from the trailer that we've seen stuff in the Senate. Gosh, like I didn't even think to look how empty it was when we first watched it. Yeah. It's insane to me. This shot as well from the episode. Yeah. I love the fact that, like, I, I don't love that he had a heart attack, but I love the, just the whole, like, the Empire's gotten so fat and just so, they've, ugh. they're having Empire a heart attack. Well, J-Hole having a heart attack is literally like a, an, like a, a parallel or an allegory of, like, the Empire's like, I cannot believe, like, him dying and having a heart attack is like, the Empire be like, I cannot, and, like, you see it with the ISB, like, I cannot believe this is happening. Mm -hmm. like, wh what? This yeah. is happening to us? This is us? That's what I said to you, yeah. You're better at articulating it than me. Some things. Yeah. All right. True. We've seen that, seen that. If you guys are listening on audio, we're available video on Spotify. Um, if you got Spotify, we're looking through the trailer right now. So this is the stuff that we still have to get to. Yeah, we're a video podcast now, so start watching us. We are a video on, podcast. Yeah, start watching us on Spotify and maybe YouTube. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. We'll talk about that later. Um, but we still have clone troopers to get to like throughout the series. So, I mean... Seeing all this, seeing all that, yada, yada, yada. Streaming. Yeah, hide that. Yeah, hide that. We still have, have not actually, seen that. Yeah, That's so there Saw. is some more stuff. There is some oh, more dude. stuff. Saw has to come in at some point. 
So I think this is where they get like the rebel extremists. Because oh, Om Mon Mothma, I've gosh, we really should have rewatched Rogue One when I was back in Madison. I, I we talked about it, but then we just it just never happened. Yeah. Gosh, we should have because we would have known then that like there's that divide between Mon Mothma and the extremists. And, yeah, I forgot because, about that. I because his mission is to kill Saw Gerrera. Yeah, Cassian's mission is to kill him. Right? Because it's like, we got to get him in the we got to get in the door. You got to get this message. And we should probably kill Sagarero while we're at it. I think so, right? I don't remember. Gosh, we should have rewatched it. No, no, no. He No, his mission was to kill Galen Erso. I don't think he was ever told to kill Sagarero. So we're going to see Luthen and Saw meet. That has to be this next episode, then. I wonder if Luthen's going to get attached to Borkullet. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Alright. Dude, Cyril Karn's got... We have not seen that shot. Of have this? we? No, we've yeah, seen we that. Yeah, we have. Yeah, it was in, like, the third episode. Second we haven't seen... Episode. We have not seen more of Cyril Karn. No, 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 no. Where are you going so fast? I don't easy, know. Easy. That one. We have not seen that shot. I, I'd have to rewatch some of the stuff, but I don't think we've seen, the, like, the upwards shot into Coruscant. I'll tell you what. This shot alone in the trailer was something I was like... This is I where am... I wanted House of Cards stuff. I saw this and I thought House of Cards. This is where I wanted an apartment in Coruscant, but... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. You see all that crap up there? No. You don't want that? Would you have any idea how to fly in Coruscant? It looks like there's no... <laughs> it's like driving on the highway. You'd figure it out. <laughs> Dude, that's like roads. There's no way... <laughs> You're telling me that this is like roads? Yeah, where we're going, we don't need roads. I don't even know. Open image. Open image, a new tab. That's a road to you. This yeah, is dude, like there roads? are lines. It's like an elevator. It's like flying a plane, but like in an orderly fashion. Yeah, I'm sure they just drive their planes in circles too when they want to go to the lower levels. But you're right. Yeah, this is like roads, Cal. This is you roads. Are, you know what? You're a hater because. You don't think you could do it, and I believe that I could. This whole scene of Anakin and Obi-Wan flying in episode two, and you're like, I could drive. Okay. Dude, this is like, right, no, this is, a, done. This is okay, here's, no, 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 hold. This is like, if a Coruscant police guard saw them, he'd give Anakin a felony for reckless driving. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure and, and and Grand Theft Auto. I don't know yeah. if it constitutes Grand Theft Auto. I don't know if it – is that just stealing a car or, like, isn't, or is that just – I don't know. It's Regardless. stealing. <laughs> but we still have that shot. There is more yeah. in the trailer. So I take back my words because we still have far more of that. We I don't remember. Yeah. We have plenty to watch. Because we, we still really... have to see this Lambda shuttle with – you recognize that? Oh, it's a cargo ship. From Rogue Yeah, from – I know. And we still Dude, have I want to see this. I want to see more of Deidre. She is such an like. She's a great I actress. I want a character in the Emperor or in the Empire. I want to root for, and like she is someone I want to root for right now because she's like doing her job. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm so wrong. <laughs> we haven't seen a lot. Oh, we seen that. We do get the dinner party. You don't know what you're talking about. There's a different dinner party. There's a bunch of dinner oh, parties. Oh, yeah, it's there's dinner parties every week on Coruscant. No, hold. You stop. 
that episode that was she's like oh the dinner party tomorrow night and he's like oh we talked about it and then she's she's like this is the grand vizier's office these people are showing up well i can't get into disney plus so i can't tell you if you're right or wrong so oh yeah there's plenty wow you you were yeah i was really wrong you were i was who is that we don't even know who that is this yeah i don't know clea apparently it's clea Real creative naming there. This scene with the with the ship coming off the rails. This episode too. That reminded they me. Had, of they had they had no plan if Cassian like there's no way that they're getting that ship off the rails without Cassian. Um, that that reminds me like like watching fighter jets getting launched off of carriers. I yeah, where they they have like those like I don't know if they're slingshots, but that's what I imagine them as. Yeah, it's like magnetic like rails, like they hook on. Shoot. They probably just they amplified it in this. I mean, Star Wars takes like a lot of real life concepts. So, like when they canceled Rogue Squadron because Top Gun Two came out, and like we cannot do it better than that. And they definitely can. Dang! Look at this. You. What were you? Wow. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. <gasps> Doctor Quadpaw. Doctor Quadpaw. Is okay. Pause. Go back to Doctor Quadpaw real quick. Is he Maz Kanata's species? Because they wear goggles. Look at his face. Look at his dome. That's a Maz Kanata dome if I've ever seen one. No, he's a human, Cal. Not a human, but he's, like, not orange. Oh, my God. Hold. Just you. Just just wait. Maz Kanata's listed as orange, too, on Wikipedia. Um, Her species is a no. Quadpaw, though. Okay. I'll look up Dr. Quadpaw. You just watch your mouth. You could tell a bl- even a blind person could tell you that Maz Kanata's orange. There's nothing about him. He's a male, white, balding hair, skin color orange. He's got cybernetics on his head, kind of like Lobot. Good for him. No clue what is. Yeah. So, you, there's nobody can prove me wrong. So, okay, sure. there's plenty in the trailer we haven't seen. Um, and Will's wrong. Yeah, I am wrong. My bad. Um, but yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this show really, it amazes me. It's, it's amazed me for the past four weeks. And it's going to amaze us Three weeks, for another weeks. six. I, oh, I'm really hoping that they continue on this streak, man. Okay. So for the last episode, it is that Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I am no, now tempted to take Wednesday of Thanksgiving. Yeah, whatever. The day before Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? I we need to watch I kinda wanna watch it with you and we do a live like not a live watch song or like a reaction. Yeah, we can. Yeah. But we'll have to do it remotely. I'm coming home. I don't have the capabilities to record us together and record the the episode. Oh, yeah, you're right. We gotta get a studio. Yeah, I don't have the capabilities to do that, Cal. I do not require or possess the technical capabilities. So, unless if you want to do that, but depending on how good the series gets up until that point, I might just wait until the episode comes out, too. What do you mean? Like, early in the morning. Oh, yeah. Depending on, like, where we're at in the story and if it feels like... I want to stay up that late. Yeah, true. Like with Mando, I definitely it was at a point where I wanted to. 
Obi-Wan, I was like ready to watch it just to be done with it. I stayed up late for that first two episodes. But, yeah. I, uh, I'm continually impressed by the series. It's, I mean, assuming these next three episodes with, I'm imagining the ISB and now, uh, what's his name? Saw Guerrero. There's a lot to cover in six episodes. There is, but it's going to be in story arcs. Yeah. I bet you the Saw Guerrero stuff will be at the end. Because I bet you we still have, because there's still stuff with Luthen and Mon Mothma and Coruscant that we have to wrap up. Yeah. In these next three episodes. So I bet it'll be more downtime after, like, I, I the first two episodes are always kind of like slower downtime, it seems like, in the third, based off these six episodes. But they're not even like slow, slow. It's like they're no. building. They're, there's not wasted dialogue. I couldn't tell you even like episodes four and five i couldn't tell you about wasted dialogue there's a difference between slow like i don't say slow in a bad way yeah but i mean they're yeah. they are slow episodes but i mean like i don't have an issue with that true like the pacing is good the pacing is phenomenal this is the first and of all of the disney plus shows only a few shows have ever had good pacing yeah, I mean, they could have made four seasons of this in just six episodes. This could have been a season finale. This episode really could have been could a season been. finale, and I would have been satisfied. I would have wanted more. I'm so, dude, I'm so glad we have 12 episodes. But that's one of those things where it's like, I love to get season finales, and I'm like, I want the next episode. Like, I want the next episode. With Mando Season 2 ending, I felt very full. Like, I was like, oh, I would love to see what happens next. But, like, that story felt very complete at the end of it. And I wouldn't have a problem with it ending. That's the thing. Well, yeah, that's just it. Is that I think I've said before, I think they should just rebrand and do a new show, but Grogu is back with Mando, so you can't do that now. No, you could continue it under the same banner, but like his story with Grogu is done. Like it that's it, it you move on to something new. Like he's it's them retaking Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Well that's where I wish it just would I don't know. You could have rebranded two different series, but that's just me. Um but yeah, they could have. This could have been a season finale for an episode for the series, uh, like a, yeah, in season two or whatever. However, many, if they wanted to follow that dumb six episode format, thank God they aren't. Yeah, we're gonna tell Cassian's story in six episodes. Yeah. Hey, you really excited to see a character from the prequel trilogy that you grew up on and it's probably your favorite character? Yeah, we're going to give you a six-episode horribly paced story. Instead of three movies. You could have done one movie. Whatever. Who knows? But, um... All my homies love Nemec. Yeah, R.I.P. I think oh, that... speaking of rest in peace. Oh no, I'll, I'll cover that at the end. I um, I think that Star Wars also. We were talking about this a little bit, but I think Star Wars needs to do more young adult series, which is what Andor is definitely feeling like. Where the Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Obi Wan are very like they're fun, campy like Star Wars shows. They're like what Star Wars was kind of meant to be. This is definitely not something that I think George Lucas had in mind when he was trying to create Star Wars, where it's for kids. This is a very, like, young adult-themed, adult-focused show. I would love 
to know what he thinks about this show because like he's been very vocal in the past about what he liked and didn't like because he didn't like the force awakens he liked solo i think he liked rogue one i definitely don't think i don't because i don't he didn't like the last jedi at all and then he just didn't show up for the rise of skywalker premiere yeah but i mean he loves mando anybody that says it's disney's fault you're part of the problem so there's pro- there are problems all around over there. They can't get their movie department together at all. Well, I mean, George Lucas didn't have to sell it for $4 billion and we wouldn't be in this situation. But, I mean, Star, no Star Wars, Wars does have a price tag to it because George Lucas clearly sold it. So, <laughs> can't tell me it doesn't. It's priceless in my soul. Yeah. They're like my children. Oh, so you'd sell your children? That's good to know, George. It's like my children. Good to know you'd sell your children for four billion dollars, George. Yeah, no kidding. He's a daughter, doesn't he? George's daughter. I guess I have a price tag of four billion dollars. <laughs> like, thanks, Dad. But I, th- I definitely think that. I mean, not every Star Wars show has to be young adult like this, where it's very narratively plot driven, and it's not like campy, lighthearted, fun kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's more like deep elements and young adult elements in like the Mandalorian and Obi Wan, but with this it's like a slow burn. Is, this, this isn't is meant typ- for, yeah. It's not meant for like kids to be watching. It's not like your lightsabers and like your fun action. There's fun action sequences, but I mean, me as a kid, I think if I watched this, I'd been like, okay, like bro, I'm so bored right now. I'm in it for, like, the flashy fights. Like, when I was a kid, like, I was in it for the flashy Star Wars fights. Every kid was. We watched Attack of the Clones probably more than any other movie. For that reason, exactly. So that's just it. Because I think that Star Wars can keep... The stories need to exist because it is meant for everyone. But these stories, like, you shouldn't pander away because... I wouldn't be surprised if this this show wasn't getting the same amount of streaming numbers as... um, Obi-Wan and Book of Boba Fett and yeah. Mando. I wouldn't be surprised if this was the least streamed one. I, I yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder. I want I don't know, man. I wonder. I wish there because was a place that you could go to find that. I I do too. That's probably only the numbers that they release, but I say that simply because people know I mean the Mandalorian built its name based off of Baby Yoda, so I mean like that's kind of what really helped it. Andor does not have a baby Yoda going for it. Boba, Book of Boba a, Fett. It's got a what? It's got a You're going to make a dumb joke. Oh, yeah, I was. Wow. Glad you cut me off for that. Um, Book of Boba Fett, the name Boba Fett, carries since 1980 when he was first introduced or whatever it was. So, I am Boba Fett. Jabba rules with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Yeah the whole show right there but that's what Book of Boba Fett had going for it and then Obi-Wan you have probably the second most iconic uh, top five most iconic Star Wars character in his own show so I I think that's what those shows had going for which can pull in easier numbers and or who's Cassian and or exactly so but this it's giving itself one of the best Star Wars stories 
in my opinion, unlike, I mean, I'll have to see how this entire thing plays out because it's giving the Mandalorian a run for its money. The show yeah, really is. is giving the Mandalorian a run for its money, and I did not expect it. No, I, I was because we were rolling into the show, we're like, eh, I don't know. It's Andor, we'll, we'll see what ex- happens. We were, we were excited, excited, but like when it was announced, we're like, Andor, all right, whatever. Yeah. I think this was not something that I was hoping for. But you know what I would love for them to do is they could do a phenomenal Han Solo style series if they base it off of like the way that they're doing this. They could kill a Han Solo, like one season series. Han Solo working for Jabba the Hutt. Dude, there's so many opportunities with a story like that. Just because it didn't do financially well, they're like, well, we just can't touch Han Solo. It's like, what are you talking about? I would love if they brought back Alden Ehrenreich for a Han Solo series on they Disney Plus, like a, like a twelve episode series, similar to this, not similar to Book of Boba Fett and Mando, and like you make this like a you make Han Solo like a a fun but young adult like slow burn show. Yeah, I I would love love that. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's. There's so much they can do, and I am so excited for Wednesday. I yeah, I I I want to watch the episodes at night. I don't know because there's something that just like about watching it and sitting down and it's like dark outside. And, like I have like the Christmas lights on and I'm watching the episode. There's something about it that just feels so fun to me. Yeah, I the only thing that would make it better if it was a Friday. I'm kidding, dude. Like the thing of like, I get so hyped for that like opening sequence of like the flashing of the faces and it's like da, 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 da. and it's like it says like mm-hmm. just star wars i'm like i get so hyped for that every week <sighs> it's yeah i'm a big fan yeah. two weeks uh, a little less than two weeks and tales of the jedi come out so that'll be fun to cover <sighs> all six episodes it's gonna be tough to see because that'll be the second episode then of this new arc and again depending on where this arc is going I was saying last week how I'd watched Tales of the Jedi before, but I'm really thinking I might go back on my words and watch Andor before. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I, I'm definitely going to see Andor first and then go to bed watching Count Dooku. Be cool. Yeah, just finish the entire series. It'd probably be, it's probably only an hour to finish all six of those episodes, an hour and a half max. Yeah. So, but yeah. it's Andor, I can't give enough praise. I, yeah episode this last episode i'd give it a hundred out of ten yeah the fact that ign rated it a 10 we knew we were going to give it a really high score yeah i can't rate it anything less than perfect yeah this and i feel like i haven't given a star wars episode a perfect in well i guess since the book of Boba fett episodes that came out this year so yeah i forget that like usually once a year star wars gets like a 10 out of 10 thing which feels good because the year before that, then, there was two that year. It was Clone Wars and Mando. So. Star, yeah. It's a good time to be a Star Wars fan, man. I know. It feels good to finally be in that time period where we keep saying it. We were saying that during Obi-Wan, and I wish that was the case for me. Yeah. For yeah. me. If you liked it, great. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. No. Yeah, but um, I got nothing else. Do you? I do not stream and or like and subscribe. 
Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.